0: 1419511025 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard on another huge night of Champions League football for Celtic. Brendan Rodgers' side are underway against Lazio as they take their search for a first win to Rome. Bernardo and Forrest were given the nod in the two spots Up for grabs in the starting 11 17 minutes gone, no goals yet And there's even Premiership action for you tonight as well with Ross County welcoming St Mirren. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Gordon Diel and Kenny Miller with a very strange schedule for us. We're 17 minutes into a game, um, but what's to get through between now and the end of this one, Gordon? Yeah,
2: but massive night for Celtic in Europe. um, A game that they must win, Gordon, if they have any chance of staying in Europe after Christmas. Um the fact that you mentioned there the two changes, Bernardo in it in the middle of the part, James Forrest brought in maybe for that experience, played so many games, played in these big games before. Um it's so far I think it's been a very lively 17-18 minutes. Um Celtic really pressing as well. But Lats will look a danger and uh, the worrying sign for me was just early on, Joe Hart. Coming out for the crosses, we've seen what happened at the weekend. It cost Celtic from a set play. He just needs to be careful. They really need to defend well tonight. Come on then,
1: it's 01419511025 as always. It is a bit different. It's got a bit of a different feel. And the way I always describe it is if you find yourself shouting at the TV... Come and shout at Kenny Miller or Gordon DL instead Much better, much better fun for you Much more productive So as this game goes If you want something off your chest 01419511025 Of course at half time and full time It is an absolute certainty that you must give us a call And let us know uh, what you made of it Once you go and stick the kettle on Or go for something stronger Depending how this one goes And to fans of all the other teams out there Whatever it is that you've got on your mind this midweek Get your calls in as well Any St Mirren fans want to give the thoughts ahead Of the game against Ross County Rangers fans were two games out From your Europa League clash A big one in terms of winning Obviously trying to secure progression Maybe looking to take a bit of the heat Off the Betis game Which happens to come a couple of days before uh, The League Cup final as well So whatever is out there on your mind It's 0141 951 102 Five. I suppose Kenny Miller. What we've learned in this first twenty minutes is actually nothing new. Celtic are fine at this level, at passing the ball around and creating opportunities. And within the game, they're fine. They, we know they can compete, but can they actually go and win a game? That's that's the challenge. That's the thing that keeps evading them at the moment.
3: Yeah, as me again. Like you say, they're they're pretty competitive in the opening twenty minutes. They've had a lot of the ball. I'd uh, be a, a concern the two or three chances that they've gave up already uh, I would say they conceder I think there's that stat that's came out they've not had a clean sheet or they've had one clean sheet in uh, X amount of Champions League games over the last 10 years so it does look like Lazio will score so for Celtic to get anything if they need to win I think they're going to need to score a couple which they always look like they can you know I say is this opening 20 minutes they've been pretty competitive but it's, it's getting over that line I think they need to get that monkey off the back soon to get that win because every time a Champions League game comes along everybody's throwing the same things at them
1: 01419511025 Come on, give us a call Let us know what you're thinking Celtic fans How would you sum up the opening stages And know some of you uh, Might want to wait until half time To share your thoughts But you need to keep us company I don't mind Kenny Miller And Gordon DL They're fine But I'd rather you joined us as well So please do pick up that phone And let us know what you are thinking um, Since it's everyone's favourite topic What have you made of Even Um, Further news on the sort of VAR laws of the game front Did you see FIFA's um, IFAB, sorry, are considering sin bins To punish players for dissent or tactical offences Are you in favour of that? This comes hot in the heels of last night We had big discussions about some of the VAR calls uh, And also brought you the news that they're thinking About widening the scope of VAR To bring in yellow cards, second yellow cards, corners, free kicks, that sort of thing uh so anything else that's out there, you know that number. O one four one nine five one one oh two five. Celtic do have defending to do as things stand. Lazio just working it around uh, the box. It feels a bit strange reflecting too much on team news when we're a quarter of the way through the match. But we you know we've just come on air. I think everyone knew there were mm. two spots up for grabs, let's be honest here. Um that third midfielder beside McGregor and O'Reilly. And also the other winger Celtic have Abada injured Maeda injured And suspended Palma suspended um, So Paulo Bernardo And James Forrest prefer- Preferred to the likes of David Turnbull Odin Home, Holm um, And well, I guess
2: it would need to be Mikey Johnson There's not too many other Wide options as things stand Yeah when these decisions come along Brendan Rodgers seems to Favour Bernardo in the middle of the park uh, Rather than Turnbull Um, The wide dairy was up for grabs there And it was a straight swap uh, Choice, sorry Between James Forrest And Mikey Johnson Forrest is on the left hand side I think he's brought Forrest in Because of his experience Uh, The guy knows how to play in these games He'll work his shift Um, he can get you something he can create he can take you up the park you'll probably see later on in the game that he'll make that switch Mikey Johnston will take over in that position but just now Celtic have just got to make sure they keep their cell in the game I think they're doing okay I know they've gave up a couple of chances I know I'm looking at Joe Hart a bit edgy sometimes but when they get the ball I think they're doing okay I really do I think they're still in this game they're they're trying to get up the pitch they're um, you know, they're pushing their full-backs high up the pitch. They know they've got to win it, but they don't need to win it in the first half, Gordon. You know, as long as they keep their cell in the game, it'd be a disaster for me. I think if Celtic lose the first goal, I don't think there's any coming back from it. But nil-nil, they've still got chances to score. It's, like it's just football,
1: I guess, Kenny, to be really blunt about it. You know you're going to have to do without certain players. It's, you know, it's not this is not unique to Celtic it does go without saying if you get to this stage in the Champions League you need to go away you need to win a game
3: you probably could be doing with a bit more availability in certain areas particularly those wide positions Absolutely again it's, <clears throat> if you're looking at it now it's I mean, take nothing away for James Forrest and what he's achieved, everything he's achieved at Celtic and the quality that he's got. He wouldn't be a first-choice pick at this moment in time. The same for Yang on the other side and probably the same for Bernardo in the middle of the pitch as well with the absence of Hitati in particular. So there is... Uh, you just have to continue it, you know, but you're, you're at the stage where... Whether yourself to call Rangers, you come to this stage of a Champions League campaign, you, you, you are going to need to get something in, the, in these last yep. couple of games. It's not going to be a Scotland job, but you've qualified with two games to go. That's for <sighs> See, sure.
1: Nice. So
3: uh, it's uh, there's there's always going to be work to do. But like like Gorn says. They're right in the game. Uh, Lazio have had, they have taken control. They are looking threatening, but as long as they're in the game, and by the way, as long as they can keep eleven or, or ten men outfield men mm-hmm. on the pitch, I think that will be really crucial to them as well. <laughs> that Over that the helps. Course of this campaign, it that definitely helps because I think like, in, in two of the games they have kind of capitulated when they've yeah. went down to ten men and even the, nine men. The
2: biggest thing for me, Kenny, defend uh, defense set plays. Well, I think here's another be one, better.
3: and it's almost like
1: Lazio are trying to put them right on top of Joe Hart because there was about. 18 bodies in the 6 yard box He punches that one away And gets the free kick Let's bring in John Who's on the line What do you thinking In the early stages John?
4: Ah, well, as I've said to Ross I've not really watched this I'm but a bit uh, Trying to watch you On my sky goes As well But uh, To Kenny and Gordon I, I don't know what this guy Bernardo brings to the table For Celtic I've, I've seen him a few times And he doesn't throw any calls I, I feel sorry for Turnbull And even uh, Odin Thiago Home I thought Ryan Eamond played play tonight And plus the night Kenny obviously been a striker. I thought he could maybe I went with oh, Anke, go up front tonight.
3: Kenny, what do you think? You know, I just think that he's he's very very similar to Ange in that respect. That he's not going to play two forwards. And I think way for home, like off the ball, they do push the midfielder up there to try and press. But I just think that Brendan Rodgers has got his way playing. Uh, obviously Kyogo's the main man he's going to play through there on his own and in terms of Bernardo I do, I'm do. i like you I'm like you John I feel for David Turnbull and I, I'm, I'm watching and thinking maybe Bernardo just runs about more maybe he's got more of a work ethic about him maybe that's why he gets the nod over Turnbull because Turnbull's quality is undoubted but uh, in these games like, as you've seen already there's going to be long spells without the ball that you need to be chasing you need to be disciplined and maybe that's why he just gives Bern, uh, Bernardo the nudge I mean Gordon
1: Let's not be too unfair, because actually, just on the basis of the twenty-six minutes, I think Paulo Bernardo's been decent. Mm-hmm. So you know, let's not um, be unfair there. But the, the general point, you know, that clearly Brendan Rodgers and lots of Celtic fans don't fancy David Turnbull in these types of occasions. John's question is: the what have we really seen from Paulo Bernardo to suggest that he's definitely a better option?
2: um i think i think what we've seen him when he come on at celtic park going uh, as a substitute in that game he was excellent i've got to say it was probably his best game for celtic since then i think he's been very poor but brendan rodgers has looked at the situation tonight away from home david turnbull for me is a terrific footballer. And I'll say it again and again. And every time that people write him off, he'll come on the pitch, he'll score a goal. He, he, up at Ross County, he scored the first goal against St man prior to that, three days. He scored the first goal again. He missed a penalty kick. Get a match at Ross County. But Brendan Rodgers looks at him away from home and a night like this and thinks, no, I'll go with Bernardo. I think he'll get more work rate out of... Bernardo, rather than for me the quality that David Turnbull possesses. What do you think, John?
4: I, I agree with Gordon. But I, just, I just think, I mean, as I say, that game Gordon's talking about when he came on for a tie, he looked quite good. But after that, he's, he's not. To me, he's too pedestrian. I, I just don't know. I something about the guy. I just can't put my finger on it. But I don't think, I don't think he's better than Tiago Home or David Turnbull. I mean, and like, as I say, I, I, the night I've played Forrest along with eh, Tiogo and rather well, put big up front. Just, be a bit more direct But as Kenny said Sometimes Andy, Andy Maybe not play too up front But Kenny Can I ask you One question Obviously you're a Rangers man Right See in, in Sunday He's had the chance Right To close the gap again I do think Rangers haven't got the bottle To do
3: that These days What do you think Well listen John I don't know how I can disagree After a after dropping points and what, like you say, was a wonderful opportunity just to ask that question to, Celtic, to put them under that little bit of pressure uh, and, and they fell short in the game. Yes, there was chances and missed chances but it is also a similar story to what you heard from Michael Beale towards the end of last season. Even the start of this season creating chances but but not taking them. The bottom line is they never got the job done on the day. So I think that this squad is, is still to prove that they do, John, and that's that's the long and short of it. You know, the, yeah, they won the league a couple of years ago now. Uh since then, Celtic have obviously been back to uh, dominating in a kind like of league sense and in the, in the domestic game, but they've got to prove that they've got the bottle, if you want to call it that, or the mentality. To go to these types of places, this has been billed as a big month for Rangers. We're going away to Aberdeen, going away to Tynecastle. We've got the, the cup final, and then you've obviously got Celtic Park at the end of the month. Uh, it was always going to be a big month, and in this kind of first real kind of test against Aberdeen, it's they've, they've dropped points. And let like us say it was after Celtic dropping points again in the league type, in the league race. You have to capitalise on these types of opportunities, particularly when you're playing catch up.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think it was a mischance, Kenny. But I've got to look at. Early on, I thought Rangers started the game poorly. I really did. I don't know if it was Aberdeen, but you look at Aberdeen, just long ball through the middle of defence, caused the problem. Early on, the lad should have took an extra touch and probably scored. Then they get the goal through the same thing. A flick on from the goalkeeper. But after that, you look at the amount of, the chances Rangers missed. And even at the end, I think it was Lammers. Got the score, huh? Eh? Great Got to opportunity score, to go and score. I think Balgan's missed an absolute sitter yep. one comes off the bar Lawrence comes off the bar but you're right that's all hard luck stories you've got to go up there and doesn't matter how you do it especially with Celtic dropping points on a Saturday you want to close that gap you want to make a statement you want to put pressure on then you've got to stand up and you've got to win games John's got his point
1: about Bernardo in nice and early because he's done well there he's That's good tenacity, good close control. Wins a free kick for Celtic. It's probably... No, it's definitely too far uh, out to take a shot, you would have to say. It's been a bit of a better spell for Celtic. I'm not talking about creating... Anything you know, clear cut, but a bit, bit more pressure, a bit more territory.
3: Yeah, a bit more control. You know, they've got their foot back on the ball. They go through McGregor and O'Reilly. They've got a bit of control. They have had a good pass up the up the right flank as well to build an attack. So again, this is where they want to be. They want to be in Lazio's half. They want to be pressing, counter pressing like they're doing at this moment in time. And then hopefully something drops for them, a Kyogo, and he gets that chance to go and put it away. So it's, it has been better over the last kind of two or three minutes. As we say that
1: <laughs> Yeah, let's well, see. say we'll break forward and Celtic might have a bit of a scramble on here They're a bit lopsided It's a great tackle, Alistair Johnson I think that was the one he learned in the Toronto soccer camp With uh, yep. Gordon DL back yep. in, in the early 2000s
2: It's all about the body position I learned them But uh, I think Celtic so far And I don't want to give them the bad luck so I think they've been defending well You uh, just cannot
1: see a clean sheet, can you? And by the way, this is what I, They may well do it It just whether you're just beaten down by, you know, months or years of, of seeing it, it just always feels like lot. there's going to be an opportunity. There. It's a
2: lot to go through the full game, defending the way they're defending. But so far, so good. So far, yep, you're right. So far, so good for certain. I mean, Jiggy has sent
1: me a message. I've no, I, I've no idea if Jiggy's out there or he's getting secondhand information. But if he is out there and his first thought is to send us a message, I thank him uh, dearly. Says there are fans still outside the stadium. Absolutely horrific. Really bad stewardship. From Lats Hill here, you can go all the way there and miss the first. It's a disaster. 40 minutes Absolute
3: disaster. If you've made the made the trip there, you've got a ticket and you're standing outside wondering what's going on. Again, you've maybe learnt lessons for the. The European finals a few seasons back The, the, the organisation, like the, these kind of games Needs to be good Again, Lazio, that's unacceptable For Celtic fans to be paying all that money And travelling all that way To be standing outside And not getting to see their team playing
1: Yeah, I think you can see actually Some empty seats sort of behind Joe Hart At various points Um Not ideal Thank you very much to John for kicking us off uh, Now you know the drill on nights like this It's not ideal But if you're shouting at the TV Shout at us instead Celtic fans What do you make of the opening To this game We've even had an argument about the starting 11 even though the game's 33 minutes old but such is the nature of these early kickoffs, and uh, yeah, Celtic doing just fine as the guys have said neither brilliant nor terrible probably somewhere in the middle would that be fair? Yeah Just a solid enough
2: start well, look, I think if you're a Celtic fan I think if you're Brendan Rodgers I think you'd be reasonably happy you know, you've we've not looked at Joe Hart making save after save and thinking oh it's an incredible save to touch over a bar. And I think Celtic they've started to slowly um find their way into this game. Just sometimes the final ball lets them down a little bit. But if they just keep going and keep working away, there's obviously a game plan there well, as well. Um and so far for me it's working. I think the most frustrated person will be the home manager, not Brendan Rodgers.
1: If you're looking for signs, though, um, did, did they look a, a touch open when
3: when they got the pitch and then lose it and Lazio sort of counter? Listen, I, I do. I think they've looked okay. I think uh like their defensive shape has, has been okay. There was that one instance just when when we were speaking last where they, like they did lose it and so that did look like it could have been a dangerous counter attack. But no, I think I think they've looked pretty good. They're pretty controlled, Celtic. I say this last enough? five, six minutes now I would say they have had a good control of the game most of the game has been played kind of for the halfway laying down uh, towards a Lazio goal so I think Brendan Rodgers gets in at half time he'll be happy another thing Lazio will probably need to win this as well if they are thinking about qualification so the longer they're in this game the more they're going to throw at Celtic and there might just be openings towards the end
1: Yep, 01419511025, you can tweet us at Clyde SSB as well. Obviously, we are quite preoccupied with this Celtic game, so if you want to talk us through it, please do. If you want to shift focus, though, we can give that a bash as well. Rangers fans, early thoughts ahead of Aris Limassol, looking to bounce back after Sunday's disappointment. No official confirmation yet, unless I'm mistaken, about Ross McCoslin's new contract, but widely reported that that is about to be confirmed. Until 2027 So again your thoughts there Talk of sin bins in football Coming out of iFab this evening What do you make of that? Get your calls in right now And we'll try and speak to you next
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hear it Watch it Search the YouTube stream now You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1, super
1: scoreboard 40 minutes gone in Rome Gordon Diel and Kenny Miller very much in Clyde Bank though watching on as Lazio fire from distance it's an easy take for Joe Hart still nothing new really still the same Celtic kind of fine within the game but Lazio certainly with more of the the threatening moments in and around the goal nothing clear cut Um, don't get me wrong but looks like Lazio finding a few more uh, spaces as they, they go down Celtic's right in particular um, so we'll see what the last five minutes of the half holds Celtic fans or anyone else that's watching If you want to call and shout along at the TV Right now you can And if you'd rather wait to half time Then in five minutes I would expect to hear from you And your summary of the first half Let's switch focus with Darren in East Kilbride First though, Darren Oh, good evening, how are you panel? Good, how are you?
5: Wonderful, just on my way home from work Best part of the day
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely What are you thinking with your football hat on?
5: Um, well, first of all, looking forward to Thursday uh, at Ibrox. I'm sure we'll be absolutely fine um, and bounce back from what was pretty pathetic, to be honest. But it's Rangers in it, so we're all used to it. But my my big big point is with VAR. I know it's been a big part of debate recently, and and I don't know. Is there ever? This is the question I've got for you guys, because you might know, and because I, I certainly don't. Is why do we not do what TMO do for rugby? why do we not have the ability to hear in real-time decisions being rationalised? Because I think that would add so much credibility to VAR if it was like rugby where you could hear what was happening and why it was happening in real-time because it, 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 it's obviously the capability is there because they put out videos after yeah, yeah, it's
2: they, funny It's funny you should say that, Darren, because I was listening to a programme today and they're actually contemplating that in the future. Uh, they're looking at all these changes. Whether they um, they go ahead with them, but they're now talking about after a decision's made, the referee can then go to his mic and explain the. the reason I, why. I think
1: I think there's a few different um, parts to that though. There's one because obviously the Women's World Cup. You heard them sort of explaining what the decision was, mm. but you weren't. You're not getting full VAR audio at that point. No, um, and it, I, I, I mean. I think there was a comment at the end of last month and the, the problem is these things do change so quickly but the, um, what was it, the IFAB's, um, what was his title again? Uh, one of the top kind of executives, Lucas Brood, or however you pronounce it, he, he did an interview in the BBC about a month ago um, and basically said there, there, there is no there is no appetite for it really in terms of, he mentioned that he he felt it was too chaotic, you know, too many voices, um, too much going on, just all a bit chaotic, but as Darren says, you you then get allowed to hear it retrospectively, as you know, Monday Night Football have done, as actually the Scottish Premiership have done. Um, so I'm not sure if fans would agree with that. And then also in the comparison to rugby, again, I think that was asked, and he said that he just felt football was was different. You know, it was just a, it was a different sport, different circumstances, subject to different levels of scrutiny, where every single word, you know, would be picked up on and analysed and, and looked at. So I think that was the end of October, I remember that interview, Darren. Um, and it didn't sound like IFAB were keen on it. And unfortunately, that's the that's going to be the, the driver, isn't it? It's not like you know Scotland can just suddenly do it. It would probably need to come from a, a kind of global football level, wouldn't it?
5: Never shift a culture if you just constantly say, oh, that's the way we've always done it. You know, it's the same as any workplace. It's the same as anything, you know, that it's... Uh it probably won't work because this is that But obviously a lot of fans You've heard it in this show That there is the appetite for it So I can't understand where he's getting the idea That there is no appetite um, From another weird point of view It'd be a good revenue stream for clubs as well Obviously rugby clubs make a lot of money Selling those wee earpieces that you can listen to The thing as well So even if nothing else They could make a bit of cash out of it too
1: Here's your VAR conversation <laughs> sponsored by Insert big corporate
3: um, machine here um, what do you think Kenny? Uh, I'm actually just over the whole VAR thing anyway you know like when I'm hearing these new or potential new regulations that could come in they're going to be looking at more they're talking about sin bins I want there to be less you know I want there to be less yeah, interventions right. I want there to be more flow to the game I definitely don't want to be seeing yellow cards or corners or free kicks getting looked at you just want to uh, again, probably like a, a lot of the managers over the last month or so, that it's, it's probably taken a turn, uh, a negative turn at that over this last month with some of the decisions and things that I've been getting wrong. So, yeah, I'm not... Uh, you, know, you know I've never been a big fan of it. Uh, and I'm a, not a basher of it. I'm just not a fan of it. I just think uh, to bring it more in, to talk... Even these... Even the explanations, I really think they're they're putting the ones out there that make it look good, and it's all, it's all nice and fluffy, and it's nice, and it's right, and okay, we're admitting this, or we've done this, or we got this right. I just, I just don't think that. Uh, mm. I don't want to be hearing it. To do, be honest with do I you not
2: think it'd be great for a referee, cup final, Rangers Celtic to <laughs> give a give a penalty kick and then explain it to the support? And then everyone would take it and, and they would it and applaud it and, it and say uh, Thank uh, listen, you. That makes much. sense. Yeah, it um, does,
1: Yeah, it is a good question, Darren, and I don't think we've heard the end of it. I mean, I've been lucky a number of times. I've heard audio from a lot of ER decisions, and I find it interesting. and I think it's good. and I think it helps. Um, I'm not sure everyone uh, would necessarily agree and. You just look at, you know, look at England They get their apologies a lot And they always, as you say Admit what they've got wrong Don't know if it ever, d- Does it then help you? You look no. at Wolves And they're just like well, Okay, great With all hey, these wait, How many times is it going
3: to happen to Wolves? You, <laughs> you know, edge, you like know, this is it So it that's night. great We got it wrong And we've lost another penalty yeah. And when there, there's been red cards Potentially missed It's cost us another point Or three points So you almost you know? have to just accept it Whether you get the <laughs> explanation or not
1: um, Anyway, right Thank you very much to Darren on the line because the half-time whistle has gone in Rome. Let's speak to Andrew McLean.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboards European Coverage with TrustBeat Scotland for life after death. Visit trusteedscotland.net
1: Andrew, take it away. What's it been like in the stadium? Yeah, Lazio nil, Celtic nil. The half. Been
6: oh, a good game, then, is?
2: Nice. This?
1: cut him off on his yeah. prime <laughs> that's the best thing for him I think yeah. <laughs> didn't even get to the end all of the, the way to Rome for that honestly <laughs> I mean i have had a good couple of nights oh yeah exactly did you hear it? oh I think is he back Andrew can you hear us oh that mm. doesn't sound good that does not you sound good at all you'd finally get the wifi sorted over Rome wouldn't you <sighs> who knows Wonder did, about you, hear about, did you hear about his um living arrangements actually in Rome yeah he's in a shared flat no. No, we This has been like an ongoing theme. We've been trying to like get the yeah. I think the, the boys have been trying to do it on a budget. Not so expenses spell. He's, he's in a shared flat now. When he first arrived, there was no one else in the flat, so yeah. his room was. Lo- he had a lock on his door, and the other rooms there was just no one there. But at any moment, he could go back. And anyway, right. Enough about that. We can't. We can't speak to Andrew. I'll give you a brief summation. Celtic are doing fine. They are very much in the game. They've had some decent openings. They've not created any clear-cut chances and Lazio have done pretty similarly. They have maybe looked a bit more threatening on the break. Celtic have had more possession. Celtic have had more passes and what that's meant is that Lazio have been able to break a bit more, find a bit of space down. Alistair Johnson and Yang's side get into one or two areas. They've tried to load some set pieces right on top of Joe Hart but Celtic have stood firm in defence. They've not cut Lazio open Or created that much But you know They've had plenty of Kind of moments In and around the box And at the break in Rome It is Lazio nil, Celtic nil. So Celtic fans What did you make Of the first half? Give us a call right now 01419511025 This is good Because you don't need To feel like You're taking yourself Away from the game Give us a call right now Sum up the first half Tell us what needs To change for the second half uh, And there's a good chance You'll get straight through If you give us a call uh, Right now What
2: do you make of it? I think Brendan Rodgers will be happy with the first 45 minutes. My little concern is probably down Celtic's right-hand side. Um, I think Jan needs to do a little bit more to help Alistair Johnson. I think that's where the danger's coming from. But near the end of the the half there, Gordon, I noticed that Lazio's best efforts were coming from shots from Mm -hmm. 30 yards, 28 yards, 25 yards wasn't a great effort, now, they were no, all going ex- over the bar. Exactly, and the Kenny. And, yep. and, and if you're Celtic, you're thinking, we'll take that all day long. Hopefully, if they get one in target or goalkeeper, will go and save it. Because, you know, we've defended well. So I think Brendan Rodgers, nil Um I think the big second half coming up, obviously, an understatement. And it'll be interesting to see that first 10-15 minutes, how the home side react. Because Kenny's right to say that, if they get any chances in Europe at all, they've got to win tonight as well to give themselves a chance. So, there's a bit of pressure on both sides, but I think that the Celtic camp will be the happier.
1: Give us a call, Celtic fans. How would you sum up that first half? What changes would you make in the second callers right now? Uh, Kenny, is that the, the, the scheduling of this game? Is that where you, you take that into account? Because... On away game one in the Champions League or away game two, you, you're probably more than happy with that, and you think, yep, you know we look good for a point here, and maybe we could get one more. But as we
3: know, Celtic need to win this, so they'll need to be in a, a next a next gear sort of thing. Well, you know, like just touching on the end of that first half as well. Lazio captain wasn't happy. He's came off. He's, he's pulled yeah. his captain's arm, but he's clearly not happy with something. A lot of shots for distance. A lot of bad shots at that as well. But I think there could be a really exciting second half because both teams are going to need to, at some point, make a decision. So whether that's through changes to personnel, they're going to need to have a go for it. Because if Lats want to qualify out of this group into the knockout stage of the Champions League, they're going to need to win this game because they've got a tough game in the last game. Celtic, if they want European football after Christmas, they're going to need to go for it at some point. So we could be in for a really exciting second half.
1: Is that, that the key, Gordon? There is going to need to be a next bit. It's, it has been, it's been fine, it's mm-hmm. been okay, but not really look
2: like... S- Scoring either No but I think I, I think that could be part Of the game plan Yes it'd be great To get that Counter attack And Q go in behind And maybe score a goal And give them something To to hold on to But I think it's encouraging They're still 0-0 They're defended well um, Joe Hart You wouldn't say Had save after save After save And Obviously He will look at his bench This could be a big Important night For some of those guys On the bench You're talking about The caller said there earlier you know, I was very, you know, disappointed it never started with O up front. All of a sudden, O could become a very important player. Mikey Johnston coming on, giving them something near the end of the game as well. As long as they keep their cell in the game, Brendan Rodgers will be thinking we can create chances. Yeah, there's not been much though,
1: Kenny, not much to not much to analyse. You can't know let's talk through that chance that Celtic yeah. had or even that chance that Lazio had. As we said, it's been, it's been sort of openings or... or the the beginnings of opportunities rather than than any actual chances,
3: which is actually unlike conversation that you've been having with Celtic over the over the last couple of seasons in the Champions League because they have created and they have been. Uh that force again it maybe just goes down to lacky action for the likes of Yang and Forrest and Bernardo that they're the guys that need to be the ones that are either on the end of chances or creating chances and their, mat- their match time obviously this season has been pretty limited but it's, uh, as the game goes on it will open up I've no doubt about it I felt at the start of the game actually Celtic did look like they could create they were getting into really good areas again we're just watching a replay probably the best chance of the game actually that they had was a cue cool shot was left foot for the edge of the box probably should have slipped James Forrest in and la- allowed him to go 1v1 close sort of the goal but they started okay Keogh was always a constant threat behind them he's made a few runs he's just not quite got in the end of a few things so it's uh, it has been I think Brennard's will be pretty happy with how the, how the first halves went they did then retake control towards the end and I think
2: well. the second half Kenny when you look at the home side the home side need to win tonight and there'll be a, a part of this game where they start throwing bodies forward if Celtic can defend you know they've got the ability on the counter attack and that's where mm-hmm. they could get their goal. So I think Brendan Rodgers will be sitting in that dressing room thinking, yeah, it's been a good 45 minutes so far. Um, let's try and build on it. Most important thing, defend, because he will believe that they will get a chance.
1: Ah, but the great thing here is it's more important what you think rather than what Brendan Rodgers thinks. No offence to Brendan. 01419511025, how would you sum up that first half? Celtic fans, and whilst you get your calls in, let me tell you about this.
2: Clyde 1.
1: Yes, the call went to five rings, which means we have a rollover and the money goes up. We could make you the winner of £165,000 tomorrow when we make another call. But as always, and quite obviously... You need to be in the draw Text YES to 61025 The texts are £2 Plus your standard network rate You can enter at Clyde1.com for £2 Or call 0330 880 4523 And the calls are charged at a standard rate as well It is over 18s only And the entries since Marie won on Monday have rolled over But all the rules for this network competition can be found online The important bit If you get the call from us after 3pm Wednesday the 28th of November And so within five rings Say, make me a winner straight away to win £165,000. Takes yes to 61025. 0141 951
0: 1025. This is Scottish football's
1: league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Kenny Miller are here They're both waiting for you to call though Celtic fans What did you make of that first half? What changes would you make in the second? Call right now 01419511025 We've obviously been trying to keep an eye on it Taking some calls Talking about VAR Doing all sorts of other things So let's get Andrew McLean's Half-time eyewitness analysis from Rome Take it away, Andrew
6: Lazio nil, Celtic now the half time score in Rome. It's been a competitive game so far. Neither keeper really forced into any outstanding saves. And I think both teams will feel they've got a real chance of knitting this year. There were a couple of early chances, starting with Lazio Isaacson driving down the right. He cut in, left with the shot from the edge of the box. Didn't have any power, though. Celtic not long after they went up the other end. Paolo Bernardo found Kyogo at the edge of the box, but that shot was pretty tame as well. It was also not a great sign from a Lazio corner. Joe Hart came out to punch the ball, just missed it completely. Um, but Celtic did manage to clear the danger at that point. 10 minutes in, a really good Lazio chance this one. Probably the best of the half, a lovely deep cross from Matteo Ginduzi. It found Felipe Anderson arriving at the far post, but his diving header into the ground before bouncing over the bar. Celtic then unable to capitalise on a mix-up at the back by Lazio. Mario Gila taking the ball away from his own goalkeeper sliding in there. It bounced through into the box but Kyogo was just too far away from it. But both sides have had good spells of possession. Lazio probably just a bit more cutting when it comes to the attacking side of things. Although it's not as if Joe Hart has really been tested on too many occasions. He did have to be alert though five minutes from the break. Yang gave the ball away pretty cheaply. Luis Alberto then got a shot away from distance but it was straight at the Celtic goalkeeper but I think Brendan Rodgers will be relatively happy with what he's seen from his team so far they just need to find that attacking spark or that moment of magic that could potentially see them get all three points from this game tonight but half time score at the Stadio Olimpico is Lazio 0 Celtic 0
1: as the second half gets underway and no
2: changes at the break I don't think that's a huge surprise is it no because um, as I said I think Brendan Rodgers will be quietly quite happy with the first 45 and um, be interesting to see as the game develops and goes on The substitutions that he's going to use I'm sure Mikey Johnson will come on the pitch at some time uh, I think O oh, maybe asked to come on and try and grab something He gives you something different But so far I think they've been quite happy But they just need to be careful And make sure they're concentrating and keeping that back door closed
1: Yeah and Yang does what Gordon DL's been asking him to do And gets back to help out this time And, and Celtic Get it up the pitch, but that is the challenge, Kenny. Not to—I'm not saying this is all his fault or whatever, but you know, James Forrest. There, when you get those rare moments to break up, you kind of just have to make it stick. You have to make it count. You can't give it away and allow Lazio to. Yeah, um, you know, get back and regroup and come back at you.
3: Well, you don't want them to have it all, their, all their own way and and get camped in your half and it'd be like a and your goals under siege. You know, you need to have that, like you say, making it stick. You need to be buying a free kick, try and get yourself up the pitch. And to be honest, I don't think it's become that performance yet for Celtic because they've had their moments mm-hmm. where they've pinned like Lazio back as well. But these these that kind of opportunity that we've just watched there when it did kind of fall at James, that's a real good opportunity where you can then go counter and if you can get a hold of it and then you can get that second wave of support coming that's a good opportunity to counter like we did see Lazio in the first half have two or three of those opportunities but nothing really came of them so at the start of the second half again Celtic are well in the game it's a game that could go either way Uh, 01419511025 whether you want to talk about this game right now or
1: something else entirely something from the weekend you can pick up that phone it sounds like a tough night for the fans out there Or some of them Someone called in They didn't want to come on the show during the break But said that their son uh, was out there And didn't get into the stadium until the 42nd minute Ridiculous Jeez All, no that, way way, to go all for that that
2: money, yeah But look, I think if Celtic can get something tonight It'd be worth a um, disappointment Craig is in Whitburn
1: on the phone How's it going, Craig?
7: Alright, I'm good yourself?
1: Not bad What's your point for the guys this evening?
7: So my point is, from my opinion, I feel like through the media, that eh, Rangers are held to a higher standard than what Celtic and other teams in Scotland are. Eh, my reason being for that, there's a few incidents that have happened very similar with Rangers and Celtic. And whenever it happens to Rangers, it's all over the newspapers, it's all over every football talk show, it's all over everything. But then it seems when Celtic do similar things, it just completely. Goes in the wind. No one sees anything. Very about quickly because this quiet.
1: this is tough, Craig. Because the game's on and it's a nightmare for everyone. Kyogo's just at Celtic's best chance. He's just fired it past the post. Um. Anyway, like like what? Explain to me your theory.
7: So, for example, there was maybe about I can't remember how many weeks ago it was. Now it was about six weeks ago or something. Celtic played Hearts. Now I've watched. The incident for the penalty Several times Kyogo does Whatever every striker does And he tries to put his foot in He puts his foot wide Hoping that the defender Comes in and cleans him out And then gets the penalty There is zero contact There is absolutely Zero contact I've watched it over and over again
1: No there, there is though isn't there this is, this is the problem With these conversations Because everyone like, And I, again I always try and make this clear I'm not saying I think That's a penalty You lot can decide But Cochrane's knee Does hit the back of Kyogo's leg Whether it's enough For a penalty or not you lot can argue it, but you've said absolutely zero contact, none whatsoever. That's just not true, is it?
7: I didn't see any contact on that.
1: So, remember, I don't know why we're arguing. I'm mm. sure Craig will elaborate as to why we're going to argue about this decision in a second. but
3: Listen, there's clear contact, and that's why there is the penalty given. But it's, it's, every bit of contact doesn't need to be and that's a what i said. And, and, that, and that's what we're obviously saying. You we can't saying, come on know? and say there is absolutely no, no, we'll zero it. contact. Yep, absolutely. Um, right, Craig, the guys think
1: there was a bit of contact. But anyway, what's the next stage of your theory?
3: So
7: that isn't, that isn't the only scenario, um, there's been a few um, So for example, I can even go back as long uh, as a couple of years ago when Rangers won the league There was a couple of months before Rangers won the league, we were in lockdown Celtic, uh, other fans were angry Thousands of them went outside Celtic Park rioting There was hardly anything said The government came out and said something But as for people in football, there was rarely a thing mentioned about it Couple months later Rangers won the league. Rangers then the Rangers fans go out and celebrate in numbers and they are slaughtered all over every single newspaper and every single show. Is,
1: is there is there a more kind of relevant recent example? Because yeah. I, I think for everyone's sanity and a you know, football aside, surely we don't need a debate on who broke what lockdown mm-hmm. restrictions yeah, yeah, here. These sure. are words that just people don't need to remember anymore. What's the most yeah. recent ones you've got for me?
7: So the most recent one would be the fact that the entire season and the entire of last season, all that we heard in the news, every single time Rangers got a penalty was penalty Rangers. We hear this phrase now, penalty Rangers, penalty Rangers. Celtic have more penalties than Rangers. this season. And I've I've watched some of the penalties they've been given. There was one earlier as well, Greg Taylor. There was no contact on him. And that was 100%. He just flew over the top of the defender. Not a word said. But as soon as it's Rangers, it's of course Rangers got a penalty. Of course Rangers got a penalty. I believe it's a narrative. I believe that people in the media should be professional and non biased, even if they support a team. It's just like a player. You wouldn't expect a player that's a Celtic or Rangers fan to go in the park for, say, Aberdeen and not perform and intentionally not score or intentionally not do something to then help the team they support. You would expect them to be professional. So I think the reason why is because you keep saying this penalty to Rangers, penalty to Rangers. Now every Scottish football fan I speak to say, of course Rangers get penalties. Of course this happens. I believe it's a way to try to influence decisions that are happening. Even Celtic's bosses at the AGM this year were talking about penalty to Rangers, penalty to Rangers. They've had more. So why are we? Why is everybody always going on in the news about whenever Rangers get a penalty? Celtic have had more penalties. Here's
1: the thing about you both, right? And as a fan of a wee team, I'll try and lump it together for just one second, even though you'll all tell me I'm not allowed to do that. You would be the first, Craig, to say, ah, I like these Celtic fans with their conspiracy theories, how sad, how pathetic, <laughs> haha, ha that's ridiculous. And now you've got your own theory that everyone's clubbing together to try and put pressure um, and, and make decisions go the other way. The, the exact type of behaviour that I'm sure you would phone in <coughs> and, and ridicule Celtic fans for.
7: 100% but if they came away with evidence That is the
5: exact same But this is the sides.
1: point Everyone can everyone can present evidence as fact In their mind As an example You kicked us off by talking about an incident That had absolutely no contact whatsoever And the two guys to my left disagree with you And think there was contact So everyone can do that Where they present something as fact When it isn't really fact Can't they?
7: I understand that And that's my bad If there has been a clip on his foot That I didn't see that's That's fair enough but my point isn't what fans are coming on and saying. Like, I'm not bothered if Celtic fans come out with stuff about Rangers. It's going to happen. Celtic fans are going to come out with stuff about Rangers. Rangers are going to do the same about Celtic. My point is, in the media, the newspapers, talk shows, which, to be honest with you, this talk show isn't bad for it because you judge what you speak about based on the subject that fans give. But i mean, in people that are writing articles in national newspapers, people that are on TV shows to do with football, everything like that, They should not be shouting things like penalty to Rangers and of course Rangers got a penalty and of course this and of course that. But stay completely silent about Celtic. Well, Celtic have had more. That doesn't make sense to professionals that understand fans having a bit of banter. But if they're going to scream and shout every single time Rangers get a penalty in the newspapers and they come out with this penalty to Rangers and everything like that, then you need to be doing the same about Celtic if Celtic are the ones that are actually getting the most amount of penalties in the league. I
1: actually thought there was a time where Rangers fans kind of liked it. And kind of used it and leaned on it, and they would say, "Go penalty rain." You would see it on Twitter. You would, you would see penalty rangers. It's, it's became banter. You know, um, over, I thought, over the years, I thought that as well,
3: but it does feel like this weekend we've now decided that it's not. Yeah. Well, yeah, listen. I think when you've got the the scenarios that where the penalty, the way it was given, uh, again, even go back to Hearts, it was a similar incident at Ibrox, and again, very similar stage of the game that got Rangers' result. It can it maybe takes on more of a point in, 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 in people's eyes but the bottom line is it's Rangers and to get the most penalties because they're the teams that are in the boxes more it's as simple as that you know decisions now with VAR you can't pull people's jerseys you can't get away with maybe a little handball that might be a penalty it might not any contact in the box whether it's initiated by the striker or whether or not is going to be given as a penalty because they, they still it down they make it look bad and they make a little bit of contact can look like a lot of contact it's just, you know, it's the whole thing with, with VAR at this moment in time. Defenders are now going to get, need to understand you cannot pull a, a jersey. It's as simple as that. It's going to get caught. You can, you can get close, you can defend, you can hold, you can make contact, but when you're pulling somebody's jersey, it's not a penalty. And by the way, the contact and the pull of the jersey on, on Sunday at uh, Pataudry did not make Conor Goldson go over like that, but he knows when he feels it, he can go, mm. there's going to be a penalty, so the penalty of the Rangers thing has become banter, you know, And but, but Craig's absolutely right, Celtic won more penalties than Rangers this year, so it's, uh, you know what, I'd rather just, again, even like for a media perspective, a, a fan perspective, a pundit, I just want to be talking about the, the football side of it. You know, I hate talking about VAR uh, I don't want to dive into these conspiracies again you just want the teams to go out and play you want them to win the game and you want to be, like, be talking about the football and the players and the managers and no necessarily refereeing decisions mm-hmm. that are leading the penalties quickly Gordon because we're very late for Beat the Pundit thank you to Craig for his call 55 now gone
1: in Rome um, I think there was a was there a good chance for Celtic a moment or two
2: ago? I think Celtic are doing very well. I thought uh, Kyogo was going to find the back of the net. It was great play, O'Reilly. You know that's what he's getting into those good positions, forward position, picks the ball up, gives him a, a terrific pass, takes a touch, and he's just a bit unfortunate. For me, Shell took actually growing confidence. In and this there was game. Yang's header. Yeah, you know what?
1: See, as soon as I yeah. said it, I couldn't remember what I was referring to, but I knew there was
3: something. It was, he's got his score. A... It comes to the back post. Does he try and head it back I, across? Well, he's trying to, he might be trying to pick Kyogo, who's standing in the middle, but I think he's close enough to get it down into the ground and on the okay, target. You, okay, uh, listen,
2: we've played up front. We're, uh, we're hitting the target with that. We're going for the goal. I think it's a goal. We're it's going, a, going very for goal. Very goals.
3: similar to. Uh, the, the Lazio chance in the first half actually when it was played inside Johnson towards the back post and, and they they uh, they missed it bounced into the ground and went over the bar but uh, it was a really really good opportunity and even if he was picking Kyogo he got it all wrong mm. it ended up going roughly to the edge of the box so it was a really good opportunity two good opportunities for Celtic in this opening 10 minutes of the 10-11 uh, minutes of the second half Let's play this the pundit
0: with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football come
1: on then beat the pundit time 01419511025 if you want to take on Gordon DL or Kenny Miller you need to call before 7 o'clock
0: tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde 1 super scoreboard
1: Gordon Dale and Kenny Miller are here Kenny Miller's just spent the break telling us how he's racing his children for money in the street that's the the type of conversation that we've uh, developed here because uh, it's a bit quiet in Rome but a good opening for Celtic Mikey Johnson's on for James Forrest and he looked sharp when he came on he picked it up went past a couple he probably should have just tried to get the shot away tried to overdo it on the dribble uh, and eventually was crowded out but bright signs For Celtic Is still goalless 63 gone Chiro Immobile Has come on He uh, happens to know Where the goal is as well That's another brilliant Piece of skill uh, From Mikey Johnson But the pass uh, Isn't there on this occasion So you can call us You can shout at the TV Shout at the radio Let us know what you're making Of the game You can change the subject Entirely We've had a few Rangers fans on Talking about VAR And various other things So why not Pick up that phone And get in touch with us After we play this
0: Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football
1: Tommy is in Livingston How's it going Tommy?
5: Yeah not bad yourself?
1: Not bad thank you You're a Celtic fan What would you say is more likely you beating the Pundit or Celtic going on to win this in Rome? Uh,
8: Depends
2: on the questions but by the sounds of the Celtic team (laughs) decent tonight They're doing okay Mm. They're doing alright Yeah yeah I think every Celtic fan will be pleased with this performance tonight
1: uh, need to win it though 25 minutes of the 90 To go and try and do that So we will see You're right Tommy It does depend on the questions I've had a look I don't think they're overly difficult That's all I'm going to say um, Gordon DL Your win percentage is mm, Not great Kenny's, No it's still up there Kenny's is 100 To mention it all the time Is it
2: 100? Many yeah. have you played twice How
3: About
2: 15 No you've not I have No you've not I have No you've not I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm the one that's played more than anybody No you've not you no you, no, you, know, not here you play I've
1: played him well, He probably 16, has He's on 10. twice a week Aye, You're on twice a week though, eh? 16 you, you times Kenny's played a few, good few times Anyway We'll Three. toss the coin Tommy If it's heads it's Kenny <laughs> And you're usually On the outside <laughs> aren't you Oh You've got middle I know, seat oh. I've taken t- the, <laughs> <bad seat. I'm laughs> t- the bad no, seat short. I've taken the bad seat
3: I never took the middle seat I was given the middle nah, seat
1: Exactly um, Don't want him to moan All night Right heads it's Kenny Tails it is Gordon Riel in his head's so just that seat. It's Kenny. Oh. Uh, up against Tommy what, No, you're all right. In Livingston. So let's give Kenny some greatest. Come on, hits radio. Tommy. Oh, hey, i what. Do you know what I hope doesn't happen? I hope we don't get a goal oh, no, during Beat the Pundit. I'll show sure. Oh, there'll be fire there.
3: Right, let's give oh, Kenny Oh, don't know, no man. How can you hear him? <laughs> He's tucked us back on. Yeah. Let's oh, give, give Kenny I was going to say, I'm no more boxing. You don't need me to get beat, all right?
1: All right. Don't be looking right me in the eye. It's radio. So he can't hear us. Tommy, 30 seconds. Answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know the answer, okay? Cheers. Top man, your 30 seconds starts now Who scored Celtic's winner the last time they won against Lazio in Rome? In Cham. Who? Which Scotland international plays for Fulham? Uh, Matt
6: Ritchie.
1: Liam Boyce has 28 caps for which country? Northern Ireland Who's the current Cove Rangers manager? Us. Uh, How many goals has James Tavernier got in the league this season? Nine Amakis joined which MLS side from Celtic? Uh, Atlanta who's the captain of Partick Thistle uh, okay Kenny Miller let's bring him back can you hear us <laughs> wait is Gordon Gale's facials <laughs> he keeps nudging as it's going to be? Why? why are you touching people so
2: often <laughs> because I'm excited for him he's a 100% record I, I didn't hear Tommy Tommy but... did well. No he didn't How did you know? Nah because Tommy was too slow no, d- Tommy, too slow, is that? Tommy me too slow Tommy too slow
1: TTS yeah. Same set of questions Kenny Miller cool. 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Who scored Celtic's winner The last time they beat Lazio in Rome? Jam Which Scotland Forest. international Plays for Fulham? Tom Kearney Liam Boyce <laughs> has 28 caps For which country? Northern Ireland Who's the manager of Cove Rangers? Paul Hartley How many goals has James Tavernier Got in the league this season? Seven Jackie Mackis joined which MLS side from Celtic? Atlanta. Who's the captain of Partick Thistle?
3: Oh, the okay. Celtic
1: Women beat which team thirteen nil at the weekend? Pass. Name any club Anthony Ralston went out on loan to from Celtic? St Johnston.
3: Okay. Hey, give me the next question. Oh. Oh. He's at it. <laughs>
1: He's at it. No, that never went. If you had been going for the tenor, maybe would yeah. yeah, have. You get the first one wrong.
2: wrong. It's Forest. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> it? it's no, it's not it's in the last minute champ Forrest scored the first come on you
2: oh you scored the winner
1: alright he does know oh, that one well done yeah, oh, yeah. Forrest
2: scored,
1: as, if I'm, as if I suddenly said oh you're on fire
2: I can't believe you never even guessed Tommy in Livingston yes, what well, do you think The, the oh,
1: just get past that Tommy what do you think Oh, to- he's way too fast he was just so fast wasn't he Um you boys Tommy- at Lampost <laughs> <laughs> <The> lamp <laughs> uh, Tommy was decent Tommy got cham. so you were both level after one Tom Kearney is the Scotland international mm. who plays for Fulham which is tough he's got about three caps and they were all about I don't know not quite ten years ago but not too recently um, Liam Boyce has 28 caps for Northern Ireland you both got it Cove Rangers manager's Paul Hartley only Kenny got it so he's 4-2 mm. up He's then 5 2 up because James Tavernier has seven league goals. Brilliant. You both got Atlanta United. So, I mean, Tommy was decent. Uh, uh, he was both. hanging in there. but Fair play, to Tom. Kenny was in fire. However, Brian Graham is the captain of Partick oh, hey, Thistle. Okay. Uh, Celtic women beat Aberdeen 13 0. You did have time to get one more. Anthony Ralston went alone to St Johnston, Dundee, Dundee United, United, and Queen's Park. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 3. That's yeah, excellent, mate. It's a pump in, yep. Yeah.
2: yeah. T- Tommy, you just need to lick your wounds, mate. Tommy never give one, out yeah. your second name. It, it's,
1: it's just a tough school, Tommy. Hard lines, <laughs> that's a tough one. Cheers, anyway. Good Cheers, man, Tommy. Thank you, Tommy. In Livingston, change for Celtic, and it is an interesting one uh, because oh, Cameron Carter Vickers with the header saved. O has come on, and Paolo Bernardo has gone off. So clearly, going for it, was going for it. Who
3: was asking for that earlier?
1: Yeah, well, actually, did it at right. the weekend at half time. You is wonder that? if it was a rehearsal, it didn't. I was going to say, did it work? Not really. I mean, Celtic yeah. scored from the penalty spot. Owen oh, up top. Kyogo dropped in. I say I
3: don't like it. At the weekend. I don't like Kyogo doing that. I think you'll lose. Celtic lose a lot in the way they attack with his movement and his runs behind you. The constant threat that he gives. I'm not a
2: fan of it. I don't think he's that type of player to play in that position. But Celtic are giving that a go, and it? Look, they've got to go for it now, haven't they? There's no point sitting in there, nil-nil, yeah. nil. you'll get a pat in the back away from home. but Outside the box, it's
1: fired low, it's saved by the Lazio keeper, Celtic are knocking at the door, there's nothing brilliantly clear-cut, but they really are, um, you know, getting to that final third quite often. There's not a bad well. chance that, you know, for, for yeah.
3: all. Like he's got a free shot, 20, 22 yards to go, he gets a hold of it, but straight down the keeper's throat.
1: Um, I suppose though, Brendan Rodgers had to, not had to do something, but you you're, you're you need to go on and win this you're, you're trying to attack you know trying to go on and, and win it you don't have that same you know usually you can swap the wingers readily and mm. you know if it's Abada or Maeda or even Palmer none of them are available so in terms of trying to make an attacking change it sort of had to be O for a midfielder
2: didn't it? Oh yeah yeah and uh, it gives him that little bit of uh, you know strength in the middle of part if he does drop aQ uh, would just in there gives the midfielder a little bit of help But I'm with Kenny. I like to see Kyogo right up on defenders. Just looking for that chance. He's not had a lot tonight, but you know that if one chance just falls to him or one quality ball, and Celtic have certainly got the midfield players that can um, um, play the quality balls. Kyogo could be onto it and this could be a good night for Celtic. As I say, so far, 71 minutes. I think Celtic have been excellent tonight. I've got to say, I thought they would have found it very difficult in Rome, but they've been excellent tonight. Oh,
1: however, let's see, it's a good block. Um, The TV director, um, or his staff, I'm forgetting whose job it would be. Somebody's having a tough night because Yang has just said on the screen that Yang's been booked, but I think it was Matt O'Reilly. It certainly was Matt O'Reilly who put the the challenge in, uh, down on the wing to stop a counter-attack. Probably was a booking. um, So into referee's notepad, he goes 72 gone, Lazio nil, Celtic nil. We've been saying it all night, Celtic fans, why not give us a call? You might be at the nervous stage though, where you're sort of um, getting a bit worried about the game rather than wanting to come on and speak to Kenny Miller or Gordon DL. But certainly as soon as this finishes, because it'll be done in about 20 minutes time, uh, we would be looking for you to get involved on the phones. It's going
2: to be a big 20 minutes, isn't it? It's a, this is it, I need to go and find something.
1: For
2: we, both teams, eh? yeah, yeah. Well, Lazio are still in a decent position. They wouldn't like to go to Atletico Madrid looking for three points, but um, they're a home side, they'll come under a wee bit pressure. Now, we're obviously watching the game this year. Andrew's over there, he's sampling the atmosphere. I'm sure the home fans will be a bit disgruntled just now. Um, and it puts a little bit pressure on the, the home players,
1: yeah. As we said, I mean, Celtic need to win tonight and then sort of go and do something as well in the the last game against Feyenoord so Feyenoord Atletico tonight that's an 8 o'clock kick off so um, a bit to wait for that one and Celtic obviously hoping really in terms of third place after Christmas that Atletico can go to Rotterdam and win as well, so a few pieces need to fall into place.
3: No, oh, they do, and I think, again, like that game tonight will decide, I and mean, if Celtic can get the result, that game tonight will tell you exactly what needs to happen in the in, in the last day's fixture, but it's again, it's not going to be easy. When you come into this stage, like I said, you're, you're not going to have qualified for the uh, for the, uh, the knockout stage of the Champions League, but to have to win your last two games against that level of opposition to potentially even get the Europa, it's yeah. a tough ask, you know. Like yeah, you know that against, the
1: damage has been done, really.
3: Absolutely, it has been. You know, like I think the... Losing Lasso at home in that last minute, even the even the draw against Atletico at home, it's like their games that were right there. I mean, and it could have swung either way, you know. And like says, at this moment in time, it's, these games are falling the wrong side for Celtic at this moment of time. You know what? Tonight could change it because they've been very very good. They have had the better chances in the second half. There's no doubt about it. But it's about taking those chances. One four one nine five one one zero two five. You know the number. It's obviously going to be a bit
1: more unpredictable on the. the- Phone lines when the game is on So maybe you're a fan of another team out there And you've been choking to get a point off your chest For quite some time Now could be an ideal time to do it 01419511025 Uh, We do have Premiership action tonight as well Ross County against St Mirren What are your thoughts on that fixture?
3: For me it's a a big game It's a big game for both You know I think Ross County need to get I think they had this run of games Obviously at the weekend at home then another home game tonight Against St Mirren They were looking to try and bounce back After a really, really poor run of results uh, To try and pull them away for those uh like the relegation spot and the playoff spot but St Mirren are just they found that one again at the weekend a wee run a wee kind of blip I would say for them over the, over the last kind of couple of games before the, the international break but they go back to winning ways there at the weekend so they'll be looking to cement that uh, that, that third place with a win tonight but Ross County getting new manager in place they'll be looking to get that one as well and start climbing the league
1: Yeah, the new manager bounce one of football's great cliches Gordon that no one can mm-hmm. fully put their finger on as to Whether it happens, whether it doesn't, why it happens um, Derek Adams, as Kenny said We saw him back at Ross County for the third time um, In his first game in that third spell at the weekend Just a nil-nil draw with Kilmarnock They probably, possibly could have nicked it I think Kelly cleared two off the line, didn't they? Um, Yeah But tonight a home match again So a couple in a row at home for, for Derek Adams
2: I listened to the manager's interview after the game And I think he sounded very happy Of what he's seen, uh, the attitude, uh, everything he got out of the players. But you're right, Gordon, they're down there in 10th place. Got a good opportunity tonight. Get a few points on, they'll they'll lift them up the table a little bit, give them that bit of confidence. They're at home. Where you look at the Paisley buddies going up there, they're only two points now in front of Hearts. Hearts breathing down their neck. So it's important for them to get a good result. I think that'll be a very good game tonight in Dingle.
1: Yeah, 10 without a win for Ross County Hence why they've changed manager um, like Five draws within that spell as well It's not all been defeats Let's hear from Stephen Robinson Ahead of that one tonight
8: we go up there
7: confident, as I say, we've, we've only lost three games all season. Um, we sit in a really healthy position in the league. We have to go with the right attitude, um, which the boys will do, and, and we've got an opportunity to use that game in hand over some teams to, to extend their position. We'll, we'll face a tough task. Dirk will be organised, he'll have his team very organised, they'll be direct, and they'll, they'll try and test you, so, we, as I say, we have to match that test. They haven't got new personnel. Um, a new manager sometimes gives them a spark, and, and we have to make sure we, we don't allow that to happen and concentrate solely on ourselves.
1: I hey, forget how good the opening run was because he says we've only lost three all season mm. which is true the three were within the last eight you know it's that kind of last period there that things have slowed up a bit but that's just natural you can't if you to go back to that very um, basic level of credit that we give teams had you offered St Marin the chance to sit third going into December they would have taken your hand off.
2: Incredible, yeah. I've I've seen them a couple of times this season. The one thing I will say about them is they're very well organized. They work very hard uh, as a unit. Uh, they're difficult to break down, and um, I, I think the manager's doing a terrific job there. I've got to say, um, but that will be a difficult game. Um, as a Derek Adams coming back, he's had a few days now. Get his feet settled down. Look at some of these players. You know, just analyse a full club again and he'll be looking to try and turn us into three points tonight because that would give them some boost. They could leapfrog as it Aberdeen and Motherwell probably with three points. So, uh, great incentive.
1: Yeah, looking forward to that one. The big game in Rome I actually thought that decision had gone Celtic's way because um, both teams are just giving the ball away. Yang's tried to take his man on, lost it. It left Celtic. Uh, A bit exposed, but then Lazio played a crazy pass and let Celtic break through. Kyogo, a really positive run from him. Uh, Then he couldn't find a teammate, and then Yang came in uh, with the late challenge and went into the book. I just thought there had maybe been a nudge on Kyogo prior to that, but apparently not. And with 73 gone, it is still goalless there. So your invitation remains, Celtic fans. Don't shout at the telly, shout at us. That's the rule. 0141951. 1025 on the phones now whilst you get your calls in and we'll get the guys a full time teaser soon as well let me run this past you
0: Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with J&D Pierce, <laughs> Scotland's premier structural steel specialist
1: changing landscapes across the UK yes Cash for Kids Mission Christmas is back we know that Christmas can you know as much as it's an enjoyable time it can be a tough time for a lot of families and this year Things are going to be even worse for those families. We're all aware of the cost of living crisis. So for those families that were already struggling, uh, this could be a real real tough time, a real difficult uh, couple of weeks ahead. So we're just trying to make a bit of a difference and asking you to help by supporting Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. Um, We're going to hear a bit about where your money goes because it's always worth... Uh, Sort of hearing the people that are impacted in a positive way by it So Scottish families affected by alcohol and drugs uh, Are a group which help children and young people Whose parents have fallen into addiction Uh, Now Pam Burns works for them She tells us how the kids are sometimes even left without food uh, Because unfortunately that's not the priority in their house Myself and all the staff, we can fill our boots with food, you know, food that we know the young people want to eat. And then when they're out with us, we've always got food available to offer to them because food isn't always a priority. The parents' priorities may always be drugs and alcohol and the young people often don't have a lot of food in their house. If we've got food in our cars, we can offer that out when we're dropping them home. And also every time they get in their car, they can get something to eat. It goes without saying, I think everyone would like to try and help those children that Pam's speaking of. As many as one and two live in poverty in some parts of Glasgow and the West. Now, the great thing about Cash for Kids is we can guarantee that every single penny raised goes straight back to those families and children uh, that need your help. 100% of the fund. So it makes such a difference to them. And if you want to find out details or donate, please go to Clyde1.com forward slash mission. And a quick mention... To some of the people already doing good things uh, for Cash for Kids, the Baines Charitable Trust from Baines the Family Bakers, uh, Forrester's Financial, Howdens and Cumbernauld, the Nisco Bride Unison and the Weekly Group on Cochrane Street, they've all made sizeable donations, which have been vital. But every little helps, as the phrase goes. Whatever you can, please help out. Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with G and D Peer Scotland's premier structural steel specialist, proud to support the local community
0: taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 this is Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Lazio 1 Celtic nil, and it's Ciro Immobile with the goal in many ways Celtic fans you will be all too familiar with this picture there has been very little between the sides uh, Celtic of had openings Lazio with openings and in fact Lazio have made it too that will be that 85 gone and it's Immobile off the bench to get a double they are on the pitch the staff from Lazio the substitutes they know what that means it's a brilliant result for them in the context of the group it is going to be yet another Champions League defeat for Celtic Gordon Kenny from a game
2: which there really wasn't much in they just cannot seem to get results it's the this same league. old story uh, Celtic fans will just be sitting Looking at this, uh, the pictures coming in just now going, shaking their heads, same old story. I feel for certain, I really do. Um, the first goal came from a break in the box and Carter Vickers get caught, um, flat-footed. The lad getting in at the back post, scored the goal. All of a sudden, you're under that little bit of pressure and it's normal. It's like busses. jeez. Oh, well, I thought you were going to finish that sentence off. <laughs> no, <laughs> just don't, just don't play, that.
3: Absolutely no need. Kyogo, it was
1: 0-0, Celtic were looking like they possibly were the most likely to score. Kyogo broke up the pitch, lost the ball, immobile scores, scores again, gave over, another defeat, one point on the board, and all the same questions will come out again at the end of this one.
3: Like, yeah, yeah, they will. And again, it'll all come back to the exact same points. It's moments in games, it's taking chances, It's not taking chances, it's the break of a ball. I mean, the first goal's a deflection you know it's a wicked deflection it falls right into the path of the most dangerous man on the pitch and mobile dispatched into the top corner and that was just wonderful striker play from there he uses his body it's not a free kick he uses his body well just to put scales off balance and then he aims to shoot chops inside Carter Vickers who couldn't move his feet quick enough slots it past Joe Hart he's it's a wonderful a, a, double he's on a lot of credit and deservedly so do scales need to do better? I think he needs to, to be stronger pro- Again without seeing it again He, he, he might find himself In a, not a good position Wrong side of the of The striker in the box But again you might put that Down to the movement And the, and the experience And the position But it was a wonderful goal
2: It's amazing the subs Come on and made such a difference You were looking at Celtic Can a sub come on And be the hero tonight This is a lad that's scored What 200 goals maybe Probably more He's come on tonight And he shows Why he is a top striker Produces are good. I feel. I, I really, honestly, I feel sorry for Celtic. Uh, they were going along very nicely indeed, and you're thinking they may just get a chance, defending well, and then within yeah, minutes, this this, all the time. Yes, yeah, this game's so, turning its head.
1: Uh, anyway, three minutes of the ninety left. Then Celtic fans, uh, definitely over to you to get your thoughts in where has it gone wrong tonight and all the usual soul searching uh, about trying to get results at this level which clearly is not happening Andy is a Rangers fan though Andy oh sorry very quickly let me give the guys the question
0: The full-time teaser with sliding wardrobe solutions, East Kilbride. Slat wall panels available in seven colours. Now in stock at East Kilbride at competitive prices.
1: Question tonight is who were the last five players to wear number nine for each Celtic and Rangers? So the last five number nines for Celtic, Defoe. And the last five number nines for Rangers. Griffiths. The De- yes, Griffiths, yes.
3: <laughs> He's just kidding. He just you get keep no. going then. <laughs> keep going with the easy ones Sorry, if man. you want. <laughs> Cholak.
1: Yep Yep. One more guess from you, Gordon DL See, you were always you were number eight, weren't you? I was
3: eight. Even I though was you eight. were a striker. Kenny was, was nine. Then um, Bailey. Nah. Oh Edward. No. No. Who did you say? Edward. Nope. Who's the nine in that team, man? Was it still Griffiths? Patrick Bananovic. It was correct. Yeah, good yeah, shout. Robert. Right, we'll leave Bril it there. Shout. That's
1: four down, six to get. Let's get Andy. What's your thoughts on Rangers tonight, Andy?
4: How you doing, guys? All right. Good I, I try going actually
7: Saturday after you know, five o'clock and I was just saying to the producer, I wasn't too worried about Sunday till I heard all the reports coming in about all the rest of the game saying oh they off the pace after the break. And I'm saying hope you know. but we, the first half we were definitely after pace. I don't know why. I really don't know why we're after pace. Defense looked shaky. And I keep saying it we need to score more and more goals with the chance we're getting we should be scoring at least three, four goals a game.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kenny Philippe Clement, he's a modern man, a modern coach, I saw him reference XG in his um post-match and saying, you know, Celtic uh, Rangers had chances to win the game, which of course they did, um, no doubt about it. Um but there's sort of that like you, you would still expect Rangers and Celtic for that matter, you would expect them to have more chances than their domestic opponents. You almost yeah, take that as a given, don't you?
3: No, well, you do. And 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 they should have. You know, you've got the bigger budget, you've got the more resources. Again, that comes with better players. Uh, I actually felt that the chances that Rangers had if you look at the best chances on, uh, on Sunday two of them fell to Balogun one for the cross he's got to score he heads it straight at uh, straight at Kale the second one he's a bit more unlucky because it's just coming over the defender and he makes great contact if it goes either side or he keeps it below the bar there's no doubt it's a goal but it was a really really good chance uh, I can't really think two like really really clear cut opportunities that, that were created through really good play uh, really pulling Aberdeen apart I mean you had the, the, the Lawrence shot that went off the bar as well but again mm. that was that was never going The Danilo in, a
2: wee effort Danilo inside down inside in the first half angle. You,
3: you know that, that Tom Lawrence when he cut in the first half as well I still think it would have been a really really good finish I mean that was actually a really good play uh, to create that and again it was between two players that I've wanted to see on the pitch for a while at the same time it was between Lawrence and Cantwell there was the over goes to Cantwell goes back to Lawrence he cuts back in and, and puts it in the corner again another good save but uh, yeah listen I, th- I think in similar to the game we've just watched when you get moments in, in tight games you have to take them and you know and that's why that's is why play, where players can make their name and the big moments in the big games you're making a difference you know and, and in that game on Sunday after what had happened with the drop points at Celtic Park on, uh, on Saturday it was really really important that Rangers took lo- 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 this moment to, to close the gap and ask the question I mean, you're talking about a title race you know, if you want there to be a title race I mean, that was the chance That was the real opportunity there To go and a bit by pressure You really
1: think that was rust after the break Andy? Is that what you put that down to?
7: I, I, I don't know why I, I mean, you think you get New manager and you get two weeks to up with the players Get his thoughts where they're going to play And they're sitting they're going to play But, I mean, the first 10 I mean, they, their defence They're two, two big long balls You're going, where's, where's your defence here? I mean, Butler made a great save
1: it can happen, Gordon. I think mm. a lot of you know, Brendan Rogers said he felt Celtic were a bit off it because yeah. of the break. He, he very quickly said, Look, it's not an excuse, you still need to go and win, win a game. Um, I guess the flip side would be Well, Aberdeen didn't look rusty after the break, but, ah, but that's because they raised their game and round and round we go. No, I, th-
2: I think Aberdeen started the game well. I think the
1: cause. T- per- yeah, but I'm talking about the, this perception that teams can be rusty. No, I've got. I,
2: I look at think this so? game. No. <sighs> K- Kenny talks here about Rangers' chances. Yes. Rangers gave up a chance early on. Lad should have done better. Majowski gets to go 1-0. Aberdeen, I think, were decent for 35-40 minutes for me. Second half, you look at the possession stats. Rangers dominated that game at Pototre. Dominated the game. And it's all about scoring and it's all about time, timing of the goals. I think if I was in the Rangers camp, were Rangers at their best? Probably not. I would have been disappointed looking at that game overall and coming down the road with just one point. I've got to be honest with that.
3: And see the rusty side of it. We've got to also flip it. What is it? Is it rusty because they've had a two-week break? Or by the way, is it the schedule and too many games? You know, it can't be both, you know. Like, you're either wanting a wee break to get back fit and get players back for injury. and By the way, have a bit of time on the grass for Philip Clement to work with his players mm. and make them better. By the way, I thought Rangers were okay. On, on, this was not like as much as a lot of comparisons were drawn between the Hearts game at Ibrox Rangers were rubbish that day you know and they did get out of jail the, if they had won that game I don't think you could have said they got to jail even if they'd got that late goal with Lammers mm-hmm. again there's another chance sorry Lammers should have scored with that header and it was a brilliant chance but I just think like you're saying Rangers aren't at the best I don't think we've seen what Rangers best is at this moment in time because I think that was a decent enough performance for what I've watched well done, for, for well the, the, the most of the season was, have Celtic been awarded a penalty here? It looks like it mm-hmm. looks something. It was late, late in the day. Um is that a penalty for Celtic? Yeah, well, O, no. o was <laughs> up, and there was a nudge in the back from Patrick. He's been
1: shown a yellow card. You'd have to assume so. It just obviously we were, yep, yeah, and it is a, is, penalty indeed, is a penalty to Celtic. It's not going to be enough to win to get anything from this game because they're 2 nil down and we have already passed the three additional uh, minutes. So it's just going to be a consolation. Um, and I'm surprised there's such a big deal being being made of it. I suppose, though, that it is still to be checked by VAR. It might be overturned. What did you think? I thought it was minimal contact, but I did sort of think he That was my rant. That was my rant. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, was, I was, I was off, though. Or oh, did you not uh, see it? No, I'm very so sorry. Oh, jumps, and there's a one hand, like, you know, looking at the kind forearm into the back. See, the good thing about the live stream, we can act it out. And he's just mm. nudged O as he's gone under the ball. Um... Didn't think there was loads, but I I actually would quite like to see refs clamp down on that stuff. Because see, when you're in the air, you, you guys know better than me. A tiny well, touch can yeah, I mean it can if it can it's deliberate. Be, yeah,
3: but it's also it's, again because I've not seen it's the context of it. Because if the defender's just he's going to scream. the screen away, ah, he's not going to give it. He's, he's going to give it, yeah. on it. There we go. Unless he's, he's strong. Yeah, nah it's not <laughs>
1: happening. He's coming <laughs> to the screen, so that will not be given. Uh You would Well Usually, we know the we know the drill by now. The referee's been told. There's a good chance of an error here. Do you want to come and? Have a a look, look. off he goes. Um, and we'll get another look at it as well. The slow motion does nothing for anyone. I don't, don't, you know what it is? I don't actually think the angle's very good. Nah, that's That's not, not that's not,
2: unfortunately for Celtic, it's it's not a penalty kick. No, there's not enough, there's enough.
1: No, very surprised the ref gave it in the first place, actually. I
2: think Mm -hmm. it's because you can see
3: the way maybe always reacted to it. He maybe thought there was more of a nudge, but no, it wasn't getting anywhere near the ball either. So it was, uh
1: yeah, no penalty. Referee's got his finger and he's actually he's pointing at the
2: screen. He's Do you know something? That's annoying. Kenny and I and you have made up our minds. Oh, there he are. He's made his quite, up as well. Get yourself fine. out there. I don't think that was too long. No, uh, no, no penalty. penalty. There
1: you go. It, even as bad as that, Celtic as well. Even when you think there's a penalty to have something to cheer, it is taken away. Uh, no penalty. We've now played five and a half minutes beyond the ninety. Um, so that will be that. No penalty to Celtic. Lazio 2 to Celtic nil. And it will finish there. Um, Thank you to Andy on the line. We were talking about Rangers at Aberdeen uh, at the weekend, whether it was rust after the international break and and what happened there. But um, we're about to turn our attentions to full time in Rome. So Celtic fans, what did you make of that? It feels like we could probably play back the calls from various Champions League games uh, over the last few seasons. But, you know, word it in a different way if you can. That's your challenge. Oh one four one nine five one one o two five. Always somehow predictably falling short, even in games more than capable um, of kind of mixing it for the 90 minutes. The big moments Celtic never seem to get them right. Lazio have, and it is 2 0 there. So, good time to call us,
3: 01419511025. How would you two sum it up? I feel for Brendan Rodgers and Celtic again. It was another decent enough, particularly away for home performance in Europe, where they had control. I think they've had the most possession. Second half, they had the best chances. I think through Yang's header, through the the, the good the one at Kyogo pool past the post, and then they've just been hit with a, a one-two at the NBA. Mobile, a top-class striker, two really good goals, good finishes. But they were in this game. It's just another day, missed chances. Let's try and get the eyewitness account from Andrew McLean.
6: Yes, Lazio 2, Celtic now the full-time score, and Celtic know for certain that they'll have no European football after Christmas following two late Chiro Immobile goals. And it was a game in the end that was competitive, but it's the same old story for Celtic. They felt that they will have competed in this game with Lazio, but in the end they come away with no points, and that European journey will come to an end at their next group game. There were a couple of early chances for both sides, Uh, Isaacson had one for Lazio, that was a team effort and then Kyogo had one at the other end it was easy for the goalkeeper to gather there then 10 minutes in was probably the best chance of the first half, a really nice deep cross from Matteo Ganduzzi It found Felipe Anderson arriving at the back post you thought he was probably going to score with his head but he was diving in it bounced off the ground and then over the bar and away from safety before the break there was an easy save for Joe Hart uh, from the Luis Alberto strike this one from distance it was a good start to the second half for Celtic though they needed some sort of attacking spark and there was a real big chance for Kyogo as well he was at an angle in the box after receiving the pass from Matt O'Reilly but he dragged that one wide then poor decision making from Yang as well which gave up Another chance for them because it was a good cross to him at the back post but instead of going for goal he tried to head it back across the box but it wasn't close to any of his teammates and it ended up just bouncing away from everyone. At the other end Isakson had another effort, this one at an angle as well went just by Joe Hart's post, Celtic knew they had to go for it, they brought on Mikey Johnson who had a couple of nice touches very early on, they brought on O as well and had him and Kyogo on the pitch at the same time and right after that it looked a bit more positive, they forced a couple of saves, Cameron and Carter-Vickers with a header from a corner and then another one from all oh, that one was a shot from distance, they tried to pick up the pace but so did Lazio as well and the one thing that they did that really changed the game was they brought on their main man Ciro Immobile and it was really cruel I think the way that the first one went in because the ball came into the box, it was a big deflection but it landed at the feet of Chiro Immobile who was never going to miss from a few yards out, he found the top corner and ran away in celebration this whole stadium absolutely erupted and if you thought it erupted then we'll wait till a few minutes later because he popped up again this time he got the better of Liam Scales when the ball looped into the box he then knocked it by Cameron Carter-Vickers and slotted it past Joe Hart and at that point all of Lazio's staff and their substitutes were on the pitch celebrating together, they knew they'd won the game, they knew it was a massive victory for them, and Celtic knew that their dreams of playing European football after Christmas were over, they thought they maybe had a late chance for the penalty spot because one was awarded, it was a push on the back of O, that's what the referee initially thought anyway, he was then sent to the VAR screen and ended up disallowing that penalty or overturning his decision I should say but the big travelling support over to my right around 3,000 Celtic fans have made the journey but they will leave here disappointed but once again I said it at the start it is the same old story for Celtic competitive but they just can't get those points in Europe the full time score here at the Stadio Olimpico is Lazio 2 Celtic 0
1: over to you Celtic fans what did you make of it? 01419511025 call us now we'll get you on next
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard hear it watch it Search the YouTube stream now. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Full time in Rome, Lazio two, Celtic 0 What did you make of it? It's that simple. The question, Celtic fans, we've been here before. It doesn't mean we won't do it again. 01419511025. Where did it go wrong? And again, for what feels like the fiftieth time, what does this say about Celtic overall? In the Champions League Just a quick one If you want to head over To Clyde1.com We've also got a range Of presents to hand out Just in time for Christmas With our competition Presents under the tree We've got a nice Christmas food hamper Oh you are just saying You were starving Oh i well. starving <sighs> Reeds Food Services Put the Christmas food hamper Uh, Up there, they can take the stress out of Christmas. Home deliveries across Glasgow in the West five or six days a week, 24-hour telesales, answering machine service, so you can always get in touch. They're a family-run business. It's great to support local businesses as well. You can win it at ClydeOne.com. So uh, very quickly, whilst we get some calls on, I think, can I see Brian, I think? Brian is about to come through and make a point to us. Uh, Can you name the last five players to wear the number nine for Rangers and for Celtic You were doing pretty well You've got Cholak Defoe Haxabanovich Which is a good one And
2: Griffiths Surely Is it Dessers or Danilo That's got nine Can you, you give me one yeah. uh, I'll Desers. go Dessers Dessers yes Daniel has got two nines
1: <laughs> Doesn't count unfortunately
3: Hold on a minute Yeah Me
1: Yeah For which team? Yeah Oh, oh well we For Rangers, Rangers. No Celtic no, you're not in the last 5 in
3: 2017-18 You're not
1: in the last five But you are in the last five Is for it? Celtic Oh my and goodness there, you go. What about Samaras? Samaras, yes. yeah Right, so you've got two Rangers and one Celtic to get Let's bring in Brian Brian, we have undeniably been here many times What does this Champions League defeat feel like? Gordon, I mean, it's
8: getting to the stage now It's just, we're becoming a stock in Europe I mean, it, this has been going on now for over 10 years I mean, uh, when I was a young man, I remember going to the games and Kenny was actually playing with Celtic at the time, and Celtic would go out and we'd beat Benfica 3 now And Kenny, I think Kenny scored a couple of goals that night. I was at that game.
1: Number and, nine on uh, his back.
8: <laughs> I just, I just remember like games like that. And you, you Celtic used to be, especially at home, it used to be really hard to beat. Um, and we used to sign maybe, maybe the players we signed maybe one of the top top players, but the players we signed at the time were maybe guys that had came from bigger clubs and maybe. Celtic give them an opportunity coming in and play on the European stage. Guys like Venegor de guys like Yiri Massimo Donati, guys all come in and contributed and scored goals for Celtic in the Champions League. And I look at the team now, and you're just wondering if the goes down or, you know what I mean, where's the goal coming from? I mean, you can't seem to see where Celtic is going to get a goal in half these games. And I just think uh, the, the, the guys at the top of the club, we're really going to wake up and, I mean, every year we're posting these. Profits say 40 million, 30 million. I mean, it's about time they actually dipped into some of this and started bringing in it. So I've I, I asked myself do you need two or three really good players to maybe top clubs? Maybe only get a chance at some of these bigger clubs who could come in and just squat right into the first team at Celtic and maybe take a on level because at the minute, watching this, it's, it's absolutely dreadful. As Jocelyn said back in the day, the Celtic shirt is not uh, shrink to fit in inferior, inferior club inferior players, and in. at the minute, um, sorry but Celtic's just got a bunch of period that it
2: only good enough For European football Well I think you'll find Brendan Rodgers will come out tonight And I'm sure he'll say That He feels his team Can compete at this level As he's been saying For Since he had come back at, uh, To Celtic Football Club But the problem is And As the caller Brian said there They can't win games mm-hmm
1: it's the record isn't it yeah. to it's la- laughable games. or
2: something no one's watching that
1: game tonight and going haha this is a laughably bad performance from Celtic but, but
2: the- <laughs> they add up to a laughable record it's, what is that 15 mm. in the Champions League without a victory as, as, as time went on Gordon I'm sure we're not alone here I, th- I think Celtic fans watching it in the stadium and obviously uh, around the world and their TVs are thinking as the game went, was progressing this has got to be the same old story and it happened to be that way and it was two quick goals and all of a sudden you're thinking, you know, five minutes ago we were in this game. We were looking okay, we were trying to get forward, we were to create chances. Uh, we were competing at this level, but it's fine margins and um, the quality of the striker that come on the pitch, 200 plus goals in his career, top, top striker, massive mm. difference.
1: But there are different categories as well, Kenny. You know, we had these conversations after Atletico. But Atletico are genuinely very good European elite. Lats well, who aren't. They're definitely <coughs> not. We've now seen them for 180 minutes. They are not a brilliant
3: Champions League side. They're miles from it, in fact, and Celtic haven't managed to take a point off them. Yeah, and again, it's within it's been the moments in the game that I've decided. I think uh I think Brian's right in, in one respect that it's, it's not even about the money in the bank and all the profits. The squad's too big. I think we talked about this last week. The squad's way too big. It is diluted with, again, maybe players that are maybe not good enough at this level to make an impact. So if, again, Brendan Rodgers came in in the summer and he's talking about wanting to make an impact, wanting to progress in Europe because the domestic thing, they're always going going to be competitive. They're always going to have success. But if he wants to progress in Europe, you need a better, a higher quality player. In these days, in these games, to make a difference, and that's not having a thirty-four man squad, thirty-three man squad. That's by getting ready six or seven of that, and maybe getting two, two guys that can compete at this. They'll not compete actually. Can make the difference in this. So whether it's scoring, or whether it's mm-hmm. creating, or whether it's just doing something that the players at the moment aren't. And listen, these are all things that Brendan Rodgers have known. I'll know about. It's things we've already talked about, and it needs to be addressed for like moving into like other seasons if they're if Celtic are in the Champions League because it is there's they're competitive, they're there in the game. The game's there to be taken by the scruff of the neck, but there's maybe just no the player or players that think to actually go and do it and take advantage mm. of that. What do you think, Brian?
1: I, I, honestly,
8: I just think it's woeful. I mean, it's, it's the same every sing, single time you watch Celtic lose. Some sort of excuse or well, we're in the game and then, <laughs> oh, but, uh, you know, we got outdone last minute or we got outdone with uh, a moment of brilliance. I mean, I remember when Celtic were doing this to other teams. I remember when Nakamura was firing in three kicks or, you know what I mean, guys were putting up with I'm going to ask a late like, head Kenny Miller scored a few goals, Scott McDonald. I mean, I look at the Celtic team, like I said, you're wondering where the goals are coming from. I mean, if is not getting decent service, then we've no, we've no chance of getting a goal. I mean, it's, it's embarrassing to watch. And I, I just think, honestly, we all thought when Brendan was coming back that he must be getting some sort of big money to spend. He must be getting, again, reassurances that he's going to be bringing in a few top players. And... Uh, Came in and we've been guys like go home and that. I've started tonight. I mean, I mean, look, I don't even know what to say about it anymore, guys. It's just it's
1: beyond a joke now, absolutely embarrassing. Yeah, I think lots of fans will feel like that, Gordon. And it mm-hmm. seems we've, we again we've said this before, but you, you can't ignore it when it then happens again. The moment Brian's talking about failure to know going, going and win games, go and, going and create, going score, but also the moments that Celtic manage to undo themselves. Mm-hmm. How many times do they either? Well, this, look at this group stage. Two players sent off in Rotterdam, one sent off in Madrid. Penalties conceded in the
2: past and also... Let goal till that
1: But show. also conceding... The, uh, maybe it's just me, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like in Europe Celtic concede quick-fire goals a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, concede one, then concede another to absolutely extinguish all hopes. It feels like they get the big moments wrong all the time. And as Brian says, you can't... That, that's not meant to be some sort of excuse and say, oh, you're unlucky because can't be unlucky if it happens all the time. I think
2: I think they get the big moments wrong at both ends of the pitch. You know, O'Brien was basically concentrating in the top half there with scoring goals. How many goals has Celtic lost in this campaign? You know, and if you've got to compete at that level, then you've got to be hard to break down defensively as well. You can go back to you know, they had that point in the bag at Celtic part and they lost the late goal against that. So the Mounty set plays have lost. So it's been a poor night for them. I think it's
1: a really good call, Brian, and one that will just set the tone for tomorrow. The timing is not brilliant for us. So tomorrow we give it the full going over the analysis of what happened to Celtic in Rome. So get, your, get the number on speed dial and give us a shout. Before we go quickly, who are the last five players to wear number nine for Rangers and Celtic? Dessers, Cholak and Defoe. Haxabanovich, Griffiths, Samaras and Miller Was in the last five Celtic number nines I'm going uh, Yes, that's you done with Celtic Sadiq? Yep One more go to him.
2: Never got him I wonder uh, did, you his, did you see his goal for Sociedad at the yeah. weekend? Uh, come did on, give us a... Trick. No
1: Out of this world it right. was Right
3: Need close here, go
1: um, His Rangers career didn't come to much And he's never a number nine if that, you know what I mean, positionally. Um, but since he left, he's actually doing all right. And he came from a very big club on loan. Diallo. Ahmad Diallo. There we go. Oh, I never got that. Were you there with Sadiq? No. No, you can't. I can't believe there's nine. been five number nine since then. There you, well, exactly. Right. Uh, there we go. Right, tomorrow. It promises to be one of those nights. Celtic fans, we will do it all. Where did it go wrong on the night? Where is it going wrong overall? It is a miserable, miserable run in the Champions League and we will reflect on it tomorrow in the company of Simon Donnelly and Cammy Bell and of course it will be match day minus one in UEFA speak for Rangers as well. So it will be a very busy show. Make sure you join us and Callum Gallagher is up next.